Hello, hello, Aisha Grove here, the host of the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you showed up today. You are here and ready for this discussion, and I'm excited for you to walk away encouraged. Hey there, welcome to today's show. I am so excited about this topic because I'm sure we have all been there where we set these big goals and then the pressure kicks in and then three weeks into the new year, we are already back to starting over again. It is so discouraging to have to restart. Oh my goodness, I've been there before where I tell myself I'm gonna lose weight, I'm going to eat healthier, I'm going to read my Bible more and pray more, and then I end up not keeping my word. I'm going to dive into this and we are gonna make it happen today and work on starting some momentum to crush those goals. So by the end of this episode, I hope that you walk away with some tools and just some help so that you can feel like you are doing exactly what you need to be doing. Now with goals, it is so important to have goals in life because it gives you something to look forward to. It helps you through tough times when you are going through a season in your life where it just seems like you're in the mundane, you're doing the same thing day after day and over and over time and time again. When you set a goal, you have something that you're like, you know what, this is only for a short time and pretty soon I will be on the beach or wherever you're going to be, maybe for a vacation or you're saving money and you feel so good because you finally have a little cushion in your account. Goals make you feel happy. They make you feel accomplished. And so it's great to have goals. Now, the only thing that makes it very hard and seem unattainable is when we don't figure out how to attack those goals. And as a Christian, it is so easy to try to do things like the world. We want to set a goal. We want to go out there and just get it done. And we're going in our own strength. And so I'm going to help you to set a goal in the way that aligns with God's word, the Bible, and also with you as a believer, as a Christian, as a child of God, so that you know that you're going in the right direction and you're going to conquer these goals. So first, let's dive right into this. So I want you to, if you are somewhere where you can take out a pen and a piece of paper, make sure you go and grab that and have that ready. And then if you are on the road, make a mental note that once you stop, you are going to take one action step from this show that you're going to apply right away. And the reason why is because knowledge isn't powerful in itself. It's the application of that knowledge. And so we want to make sure that we don't just become avid learners where we're just learning, 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 serial learners, and then we don't apply anything. And so I heard someone say once that if you claim to know something, but you don't apply it, you actually don't know that thing. 
So today we're gonna go into some practical, helpful steps to get you going in the right direction when it comes to your goals so that you don't have to keep restarting. The first thing is, number one, ask yourself, is this something that God wants me to change in my life, to live a more abundant life as a believer? So ask yourself if that thing that you're wanting to accomplish, that goal, is something that aligns with what God would want you to do. Now, when I say goal, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm going to, you know, go out and watch three movies a week because that is not something that you have to change to do. That's something that you're like, oh, I can do it. No problem. There's like nothing... Um, inside of me that I have to pull out and dig deep in order to do it. Your goal is going to be something that you know you want to change. The next thing is we want to work on renewing our mind. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformation happens in the mind. When we hear people talking about mindset today, that wasn't created by some great philosopher. The Bible already said it, that the transformation happens in the mind. So mindset, mindfulness, we want to renew that. And it's a continual thing, a way that we can renew our mind when it comes to wanting to achieve a goal is that we can replace our negative thoughts in regards to reaching our goal with one of God's truth. So if you are telling yourself something like, I am not enough. I don't think I can do this. I don't think this can happen. Then you want to renew your mind by telling yourself verses that will encourage you to do that thing. For example, the Bible verse, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. That will alone is like an affirmation. It's a Bible affirmation telling you that you can do it with God's strength. And so replacing negative thoughts with God's word will help. So number two is renew your mind. And the way that you can do this, I want, also want you to write this down, is by writing down Bible verses on index cards to have ready for you whenever you need them. And those can be verses that are specific to the goals that you're trying to achieve. And so I don't want to make this lengthy because I know that when there's too much to try to remember, it just all falls to pieces. So the next thing is know your why. I love the book by Simon Sinek called Find Your Why. He goes in to talk about how successful businesses knew the why behind what they were doing. And that's why today we see these brands all over and their forces to be reckoned with. And so if you want to dive deeper into finding your why, I recommend that you read that book. But you don't just want to pick something that everybody else is doing. Because what's going to happen is it doesn't have a deeper connection to you. So then when things go wrong, you are going to be quick to quit or to give up 
and you're going to feel pressure to continue on and you will have to restart all over again. So find something that connects to you. For me, I remember being in high school. I was 15 years old. I was a sophomore and we had a candy sale contest and they were like, hey, whoever sells the most candy, you are going to be not only the top candy seller, but you will get to go on a trip to see Ground Zero in New York. And I was just so excited. This was about a year after 9-11 took place and it meant something to me because I remember the day that I found out that the planes crashed into the Twin Towers and I was in school and there was a message on the intercom that said everyone stop what you're doing and they told us what happened and we went into different rooms to pray for our country and it was so significant to me because it was like we were all coming together and just helping other people and in prayer or in actions and so many people went through and you know put their lives at risk to help others i'm sure you can remember that day as well so when the opportunity came to go to new york i was like i'm not only going to go to new york i want to be the top candy seller so i went and sold candy every single day from the start of the candy sale until the end of the candy sale and there was classroom competitions as well as individual competitions and so we went we all went head to head i was so determined to go on this trip that even in the brutal chicago winter weather i was like i'm going to be out there selling candy i worked with my sisters and was like please come with me i don't want to go alone i had to convince them to come with me i had to convince my mom to take me to the store to let me go out and, and sell candy for a couple hours and it was okay it was worth it to me and i remember the day that it was the last day that we all went into class and we started counting our money and we had to figure out how much we brought in. And the teacher and the classmates realized that I was in the lead for my class. They were all pitching in and trying to help out and we all counted the dollars and the coins and everything. And I was so excited. And then we all had to go to like this assembly where they were gonna announce the winners and everything. And I remember feeling my heart pounding. I was so nervous. I was sitting in the seat like, please say my name, say my name, say my name. And then one of the seniors in high schools in high school came up to me and he was like, how much money did you turn in? And I stayed quiet. I was like, I guess we'll have to see and find out. And he was just on edge because he was the top candy seller in his class. And so we both sat there and they started calling off the names in fifth place, in fourth place, in third place. And I didn't hear my name. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is getting close. And then the, he says, in first place, we have a tie between Aisha Grove. And then he said the other person's name. And we looked at each other and I was just like, no way. We had the exact same amount. And if my memory serves me correctly, it was $1,200. If one of us would have turned in one penny more, we would have been the top candy seller. But instead, we were tied at first place. But you know what? I took that first 
place very proudly because I knew that I did everything that I could do to win. And I got to go to New York in the end. I got to be there in person at Ground Zero. It was a memory that I will never forget, standing there at the memorial with all of those tributes to those who lost their lives on that day. And I was so happy that I got to go. My why to do that was very strong. So make sure that whatever it is, now this was me as a teenager, <laughs> my goals and my why is, is much different now as an adult, but hopefully that will help you to dig a little deeper so that you can figure out what your why is. Now, when you're trying to sit here and use willpower to get you to your end goal, it can set you up to fail. The book called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Passapan talks about willpower and how the more you use it, the less you have. And so it digs deep into this. So if you are wanting to learn how to focus on one thing in order to get to your goals, then please read this book. It is an excellent book. I learned so much from it. But um, this leads into my next point you got to set yourself up for success because you can't do it with willpower alone and motivation dies. We all know this. Then you have to create an environment that is conducive to your growth. And that is going to get you through to the other side. Ask yourself what change you are going to commit to to get you to your goal. For example, if you are trying to exercise more, then you may set out a goal to work out three to four days a week. And you can set up a calendar and maybe put down on Monday, Wednesday, Friday that you're gonna work out. And then you're gonna take your phone and set the exact time of when you're gonna work out on your alarm for those days so that it is like an appointment in your phone and on your calendar. And then you're going to work out. But not only would you do that, you wanna make sure that you actually get this done. So it's helpful to make sure that that environment is set up properly. So in addition to making that plan, you're also gonna create a checklist. Maybe your checklist is, I'm going to set out my workout clothes by my bed the night before my workout so that I know that I'm ready in the morning. I'm going to set my alarm at this time so that I can get up to work out. I'm going to charge my Fitbit or my heart rate monitor so that I feel ready to go and have a water bottle and a towel with my clothes so that I feel prepared when I go to work out. There's so much that you can do in order to reach your goals. And I hope that this show was helpful to you and makes you feel like you have some sort of momentum to continue on to reach your goals. And so the last tip that I have for you above all else is to give yourself grace. You don't have to completely stick to your goal the entire year. You can change it up. You can be flexible with it. You can say, I'm going to commit to this goal for 30 days. I'm going to commit to this goal for 90 days, and then I'm going to switch it up. Or I'm going to do this for two months, and then I'm going to sit down and see how consistent I was and see if I came across hurdles that I maybe need to tweak this a bit. And that's okay. But that all approach or nothing 
to things is what sets us up to fail. And I'm sure you've been there before where it's like, oh, I'm going to have some dessert. I'm going to eat this one cookie. And then you eat one and you're like, well, I already messed up my diet. So I might as well have another cookie. And then those few cookies turns into a whole container of cookies. And so then you feel guilty. And instead of doing better at your next meal, you're like, I'm just going to wait till Monday. And that gets all of us sometimes, unless you know how to navigate that. And that's why you're going to create a plan and set up your environment and also make sure that you give yourself some flexibility within your goal so that you don't have to keep restarting. Restarting is annoying. Restarting is discouraging. And so I want you to stay encouraged. So give yourself some grace. If you have some tips on some things that help you, put that in the comments. I would love to hear from you. What is helping you keep yourself on track with your goals for this year? Earlier in the show, I mentioned having Bible verses written on index cards to just help you use Bible affirmations to keep you on track. And so I'm also gonna be including a free Bible verse card um, printable PDF that you can use and you know cut out the cards and keep them in your wallet or in your purse um, or on your refrigerator or on your mirror and just somewhere where you can see them often and I would love to know if you get to use this tool so please make sure you put that in the comments as well have a great day and stay encouraged Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this was valuable to you, please be sure to leave a review. Hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when the next episode launches. And also be sure to share this with someone you love. If you are looking for more resources on how to stay encouraged, please click the link in the description and I'll be happy to serve you. I'm looking forward to the next time. Stay encouraged.